Welcome to Woo Woo with Rachel Dratch, the podcast that explores the unexplained with humor and curiosity. Hello and welcome to Woo Woo. Coming to you live, well not live, but coming to you from New York City, <laughs> where you can hear trucks backing up <laughs> in the background. I'm joined by my friend and co-host, Irene Bremis. Hi, Irene. Hi, sweetie. Yes, there's, uh, there's like a whole there's team construction. of construction workers out yes. there. Yeah. Anyway, welcome to Woo Woo, everybody. Irene, I feel like I should ask you if anything woo-woo happened to you this week. Well, I thought you would never ask. In okay. fact, yes, I had a dream. A few weeks ago, in fact, I had a dream that... Uh, my friend Carrie, who had uh, been trying to get pregnant for quite some time yeah. in her 40s, okay. uh, was not able to get pregnant. I had a dream she was pregnant. I called her up. Get and up. Uh, yeah, get she was Shut pregnant. Up. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Come on. Okay. I mean, that's That's big. a good woo-woo thing. That's a woo-woo thing. And I, call, and I couldn't oh, believe I it. So I, I called my friend Carmen <gasps> and I was like, you're not going to believe this, but I can't believe I had a dream that Carrie was pregnant. She's 40 years old and she's pregnant. And she goes, oh my God, I can't believe that Carrie's pregnant. And I'm like, screw Carrie. I'm psychic, yes, sweetie. Yes, that's Let's the important up. part. Catch that's up. amazing. Yeah. Okay, now, has this happened before? Because I've had a lot of dreams, kind of like psychic dreams like Ooh, that. Well, oh my gosh, no. I, I know. Mean, it does, it, when I was a kid, I also had a dream. One of the popes got shot and I dreamt that he got shot before he got what? shot. What? I know. I have a gift. I really oh do know. Just kidding. God. I don't know if I have a gift, but I definitely Whoa, have these You have a gift once every... Once every 30 years, you have a gift. Uh, once every 30 <laughs> years. And I've got, I don't even think I have, I don't think I have a gift left. <laughs> All right. Well, Irene. Yes. We have a very special guest today. I mean, I'm very excited because we've just started doing this, but I mean, this is, we've really hit the jackpot with this lady. Um, she's a comedy star Ooh, of stage, screen, bookstores. Uh, do bookstores still exist? Uh, everything. I mean, she Amazon. does it all. She does yeah. it all. She really does it all. And she's a very, very dear friend of mine. I'm so glad she agreed to come on and chat with us. Irene, please help me welcome Amy Poehler to the show. Amy, hello. Hi, Amy. Hi, ladies. I'm so happy <laughs> to be here. Thank you so much for joining us. It's my pleasure. Amy, it's kind of funny because when I first asked you if you would do this, you kind of said like, well, I'm a skeptic and I don't believe in any of this stuff. And I was like, well, that's great because <laughs> we can definitely deal with skeptics because we like to approach this with a healthy dose of skepticism yes. ourselves. So <laughs> I know that you don't believe in ghosts and we're going to get to that <laughs> in a moment. But there <laughs> are other sort of woo-woo things that I've known you over the years that you are kind of into. So we'll get to that. Yeah. Yeah. As I mentioned to you, Rachel, when you told me the idea, I said, I am woo-woo curious. Okay. Mm -hmm. Woo-woo curious. But well, what I'm hoping is that we talk about your, um, that you don't believe in ghosts and then a ghost haunts you this evening. Or like, <laughs> like, I'm going to send a ghost to you. I would, if anyone could, I feel like it could be you because I okay. do feel you're like highly, <laughs> highly intuitive and you could send it to me. And there's okay. nothing I would like more than to be proven wrong. I would love okay. to meet a friendly ghost. Uh -huh. But also, I just want to say, as you know, I did have one ghost experience, but I'm not like a ghosty. I'm not like, yes, I completely believe. And I, there's always room for skepticism. So, mm -hmm. um, so I'm glad to have you here as as the voice of reason. <laughs> yes, I will, I will represent all the skeptics Okay, out good, there. good. So first of all, what I'd like to do is just like talk about how we met and, Yay. you know, the first sort of like 
in- intro to comedy version of the Polar and Dratch meetup. So it's, I was going to say it's kind of a rare thing, but I think I remember the exact moment that I <gasps> met you. Yeah. And I think for me, my memory is it was in the lobby of Second City. And I think you were with Kara and you walked in and you were like the new kid in town. And I don't know if you were coming in as like just a student or an under or, or whatever. I don't remember quite what you were like. I knew you were new in the improv scene. You were over at Improv Olympic. And I remember like I just thought like, oh, my gosh, look at this cute little chick and she's <laughs> like you just had good energy you had really good friendly energy Ugh. and that so I remember that and then later as we both know you went on you were at Second City and you were my understudy for touring company yes I was gonna moment. say that my memory I, I should preface this by saying I, I don't have the greatest long-term memory so maybe I have met ghosts and I forget but <laughs> I feel like I saw you first on stage I feel like I saw you perform first, which is how most people fall in love. Like I saw you up on stage and I was like, oh my God, she's so funny <gasps> and you. so good. And and at the time, I think you were in Second City. Were you also in like uh, I Lois was doing Cass? I.O. Were you doing Yeah, Lois? yeah. I was doing that show and I was doing Improv Olympic. But the reason why you're my understudy and you saw me on stage first is because I'm a little bit older than you. <laughs> so I was already just a touch. But anyway, I was already sort of like there. Well, I got to Chicago in 89. Yeah. And I don't know when you got there. But yeah, I got anyway. there in 90, 93. So a okay. little bit. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Anyway, one thing that I remember about you skipping way ahead is that you and the Upright Citizens Brigade, you guys left Chicago to go strike out on your own, even though you were all on the track at Second City. And you made this bold move mm. where you were, you guys were going to go do your own thing in New York. And I was like, what the? Why are they doing that? But they could just be on the main stage. Because you guys are all so talented, obviously. You really were a, a, a pioneer and a risk taker. Mm. And you came out to New York and you started Upright Citizens Brigade, which became, you know, the big like the juggernaut of improv here in in the city and wow and and um with both your shows and the school and everything so i was always i always admired you for that a pioneer spirit i guess we extraordinary call it. yeah oh thank you friend i i think i didn't really know what i was getting into like i feel like some of those big swings were a partly just like if i if i knew how hard it was going to be i'm not quite sure if i would have been as brave and i had people to do it with which was right. which is a big deal. But yeah, I love to tell people that I was your understudy because I did get to watch you perform and I was, I mean, you were, I was so lucky when I came to Second City to see you on stage and Steve Carell on stage and Steve Colbert on stage yeah. and Amy Sedaris and Tina and I were in the same improv classes together. And it was really like, I just can't believe that of all those people, I'm best friends with Steve Colbert. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Uh, we, we also share... No, Irene and I are both from Lexington, and we also share that we have, we have similar tracks because we're uh-huh. from neighboring towns in Burlington. And in case there's one person left in the world that doesn't know the story, <laughs> Amy Poehler and I worked at the same ice cream place in Lexington, Massachusetts. Uh, it was called Chadwick's. Oh, Chadwick's. We tell so, the yeah. story off it. Now, we were not there at the same time due to mm-hmm. that minor age difference, but we both worked at this place called Chadwick's where it was kind of 1920s garb. You would have a styrofoam barbershop quartet at. <laughs> and so at Chadwick's, when it was your birthday, you got a big like birthday song with kazoos and drums. And I, in my opinion, like 
Amy and I were both drawn to the drama of Chadwick's. So we were both like, what? I get to be on stage for a brief moment? Singing, leading the crowd and happy birthday? Because Amy, had, you had to travel for that job, Amy. Yeah, was you're right. right I, did, I, 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 yeah. Wish I, I wish I remembered how I <laughs> found it. But you're right. It, I must have like heard the extroverts call of, <laughs> <laughs> of like, oh, a place where we can... Do you remember that place, Irene? Do you remember? Uh, going I do. There? Well, I remember Chadwick's. Yeah, but I also, I, I, uh, ironically, I worked at Brigham's. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. So I also competition. Okay. That's right. We also uh, had the ice cream scoop hand. Oh, oh, I you got the to, guns oh, yeah. on the that scoop, muscle going. Sweetie. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Well, there, there Chadwick's. We, we didn't get to sing Happy Birthday though. So yeah, it was a, it was a, like I think, uh, yeah, Drachi, it must have been this thing where we wanted to perform right and we just figured yeah. we, we get to be loud we and to wear a barbershop quartet hat yeah because there put wasn't on a roughly else. a roughly blouse with a black <laughs> bow tie situation <laughs> well okay i just wanted to like well of course now uh, uh, over the years amy and i have become best of friends yes and yes we do hang out together guys (laughs) yeah it's real guys we do vacation together (laughs) but when we vacation and hang out occasionally we do and we do talk about some woo-woo things now there's one thing that amy okay let's just talk about ghosts for a moment have you ever had maybe i shouldn't say ghosts but have you ever had any sort of like eerie coincidences or woo-woo anything are you like firmly in the world of Reality. <laughs> no, I'm, <laughs> you know, like I said, I, I love, I love hearing people's stories. I love the feeling of coincidences, certainly. And I would kind of chalk it up to almost like what simulation am I in? You know, like what, what, how I love, you know, yesterday was the lion's portal. I did a thing What's with my friend. It's a, a moment in August astrologically where like the portal the opens up and you can portal. manifest a bunch of stuff. What? Wow. So we wrote a bunch of mm-hmm. stuff down. What? We lit candles. Okay. So yeah. you're fully I'm, woo-woo. If you're doing lion's portal, that's something I've never even I heard, never heard of. of that one. Okay. We were, we had the new moon. Okay. The lion's so, portal. Lion's portal. So love the woo-woo, love all of that. But personally, I've never had anything that was specifically otherworldly or like chills like oh my you know never like I've had connections that have delighted me but I've never had let me tell you this story about the thing that happened to me and conversely when I hear other people's stories and I'm working on it in therapy (laughs) I I think this is good though what you're about to say go ahead often there's few stories that I have heard that I haven't been able to come up with maybe s- another reason why. And I, as I said to you, Rachel, just recently, I have never seen a picture of a ghost. <laughs> okay. Well, we actually saw one last week when we <gasps> interviewed, when we oh. interviewed, we saw a dog ghost. But uh, yeah, we'll it was show, amazing. You'll have to listen to Kevin Cahoon's episode for that one. Okay. Dog I can't wait. Pic- I love We Kevin's. saw a photo of a dog ghost. But a it, dog ghost. <laughs> I mean, Legitimately, a don't dog think I'm ghost. crazy or anything, but I see dog ghosts too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. And also, by the way, Leah Delaria is coming on, and it's funny. She has a story of um, a ghost. There's a lot of hotel ghosts, by the way. 
hotels must be really haunted with ghosts. But Leah has, she's like, oh, every hotel I go in, I, I get a ghost, whatever. But she told this story, well, that will be on this show, <laughs> but um, that we're like, she got in a fight with a ghost girl, and um, she woke up with scratches <laughs> on her neck. And I was like, what? And then a friend of mine was like, well, couldn't you just scratch yourself? Herself, and I was, yeah. and I was like, oh, I never even thought of that. Like, yeah. I mean, so I think it's, I think it's good. To go in with the the scientific explanation. Well, I even have a theory about why people, and again, this could be wrong. It's just the theory I make up in my head about why people claim to see ghosts or believe that they see ghosts in hotels, which is, well, you're in a strange place. You're sleeping in a strange place. Of course, like your sleep is interrupted. I think a lot of this stuff is in that liminal space between dreaming and awake and mm-hmm. of course, you're disoriented in a yes. hotel. I mean, it's of not. Of course, your that bed. coat is going to look like a 19th yeah. century. Th- that's man. called the hypnogogic stage. Oh, that in excuse between, me, science. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's someone that out someone there, read Wikipedia this morning. <laughs> that's where all of our research comes from. Okay, so it's hypnogogic. All right. Hypnogogic, yes. Okay. Woo Woo with Rachel Dratch is sponsored by BetterHelp. Look, it's fun when I have a question in life to consult psychics, tarot cards, and pendulums. But when I want to get real, I call a licensed therapist. Magical thinking can make for great stories, but it might not be the best way to explore your mental health. And I am a big fan of therapy. I love how therapy helps you discover your own patterns that can be getting in your way, finding out where those patterns came from, and with the help of a smart therapist, developing tools to lead you to a happier mindset. Maybe you're a fan of therapy, but looking to get back into it. Maybe you've never tried it before, but it's something you've always thought about. But how do you find a therapist? Great question. Through BetterHelp. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. That's key because you want to find someone you click with. So make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com woo to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash woo, W-O-O. Now, one thing that I think of with you, Amy, in the world of woo-woo that you kind of were into, now you've shifted a little bit, but you you do kind of seem into astrology a bit or uh, jokingly maybe because, well, this is funny. Okay, so Amy's a Virgo and I'm a Pisces Mm -hmm. and those are kind of opposite signs. Mm -hmm. And because, well, Virgo, Amy, you always say like when you're making a schedule, I got to be Virgo about this. You know, she's she likes to be very organized, plan ahead. Mm -hmm. Pisces, we joke around Amy and I that while Virgo keeps a tight schedule, (laughs) Pisces walls are smeared with feces. That was was always that was always our running joke. That was, please, that was your joke. (laughs) That was me. I I said it. Amy didn't say it about me. I mm-hmm. said, like, because I was trying to go, like, the messiest possible. And I am a well, slob. Dratchy, Dratchy, you are, as we learned, an Enneagram 9. And so, here we go. And a Pisces. Here we go. Uh-huh. And a Pisces. So a what I have learned Pisces. is that is yeah. a sextuple. I mean, that is so many Pisces in your chart. So you yeah. are a fish who loves the water. You like to Yes, and you're also a 9. So I would say that you just... You like to go with the flow. Totally. Mm, I totally. like to go, like to go with the flow. I don't mind last yep. minute plans, 
like a total last minute vacation. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I said, I'm I veer towards uh, slovenliness. No, I, I don't want to make, make it really bad. I'm not a hoarder yeah. or anything, but no, I do I do have organizational difficulties. Let's put we it that all way. Irene, what are you? What, oh, yeah. What's your oh, yeah. sign? Um, so I'm a Sagittarius. Oh. Um, I don't know yeah, that don't much know about astrology. Really, both my parents. Uh, I are know Sag. a little bit about astrology, but I'm also. Oh, um, this is funny. So yeah. Irene likes to think that she knows about astrology. Well, so I like it, to think, but that she I'm an does. But what's funny is she'll meet someone. She'll be like, "Let me guess, you're an Aries," and they'll be like, "No," and then she'll be like, "Taurus," and like, "No," and then like, "Okay, I gotta get this." You're a Scorpio, and they're like, "No." Okay, and that's wrong too. It's okay, really I funny. Suck. It's anyway. funny. But um, you I do really know about the signs, though. You know but, about the signs. Uh, I do know a little bit about signs. I know that you're a Virgo. They're very fastidious. Attention. They pay a lot of attention to detail. You're also a Leo moon, which explains why you are on top of the world, sweetie. That combination <gasps> oh, is uh, it's explosive. Whoa. Because think about it. A Leo... And it's amazing that you did that, uh, the Leo portal, which I never heard of, by the way, which I'm going to be joining in. Yeah. Rachel, we have okay. to manifest. Never too anyway, late. Leos love to be on a stage. They're very talented. They're generous. They're made for the stage. And the fact that you pay attention to detail only sets you up for success. Ooh, producer. Because, love yeah. Producer. It's extraordinary. Now, I mean, now that what combination. what would you tell me about my, because I've realized just recently mm-hmm. I'm an Aquarius rising, which me got too. me. <gasps> what does yes. that mean for us? It means we're astrological sisters in the ascending world. Anyway, um, as, as, Aquarius is, they want to save the world, actually. They're very altruistic. They care about mankind and injustices. And this is the way the world perceives you. This is the perception of the world, Mm. by the way. Ascending means how the world perceives you. Your sign, Virgo, is who you are, but the moon is more who you are, actually, because it's the core, the crux of who you are inside, who you you identify with the most, which is Leo. So, I mean, think about the three parts. It's incredible. Like you are altruistic. You know, that's that's the overlooming um, energy that you have. Then you're a Virgo, which pays attention to detail and is very organized, exactly gets things done. And then you're a Leo, no nonsense, generous, but they don't take any bullshit and they're made for the stage. So they've got, so you've got that triple combination. Well, Pisces and Virgo are sort of like opposite signs, right? But but I think we complement yeah, each other. Yeah, supposedly they're great duos and they are make opposite, a great but team. they make a great team. And my buddy Rashida right. Jones is also a Pisces. Oh, right. And yes. we, yeah, I guess Virgo and Pisces are just... And, and don't and, you notice that every time you hang Virgo. out with somebody like you love Rach and of course I love her too. I get, apparently I have a thing for Pisces as well, but then you want to connect to those. Of course, I know a lot about what uh, couples too, who mm-hmm. you should avoid in signs, who, sh- who you should get together with because uh, male astrology is very different from female astrology, you know, and female yeah. friendships are different than, you know, relationships or male, female so yep. uh, as we discuss astrology, like, I don't even know if I really, like, astrology is something that I kind of think like it's bullshit, but mm-hmm. then I also yeah. identify with what's my sign, but then I'm always like, well, if I were another sign, would I pick out the qualities of that sure. that apply yeah. to me? So I never quite sign off right. on astrology, but yeah. I don't know, I especially find, as yeah. for predicting things. Like sometimes yeah. one person said like, oh, you've got to go to an astrologer. Oh, <laughs> and then I'm like... Cha-ching. (laughs) By the way, Craig Chester, who was a guest on the show, we used to have this joke, like we'd see some little thing, like whatever, a book, 
a movie, whatever it is. And then we'd always be like, oh, and then cha-ching, because we're always like shelling out money for this bullshit <laughs> crap. But anyways, uh, so yeah, so I went to this astrologer and like she didn't tell me anything like yeah. real, I should say. Oh, she but did. But in okay. general, though, in I tend general, to be weary though, of astrologers. I, I'm not uh, yeah, really. wary of uh, astrologers. But I, I like I like anything, yeah. and and this even goes for the woo woo of it all. Mm-hmm. Like if we're, uh, I don't know it, what classifies as woo woo on this podcast for you guys, but under all of it, to me, what I like is it helps me. It's like mm-hmm. a tool to understand myself and other people. So whether or not everything applies, or whether or not you know. Just the way in which people talk about the kind of spiritual, metaphysical stuff. Like, I get to know about them, and that is the part I really like. I I get to know what scares them or what they're interested in or what they're working on, and I love taking direction. So it's like, okay, so if my rising sign is something I'm supposed to focus on the last 50 Mm -hmm. years, like, check, let's work on it. Like, Mm -hmm. there's, it's like gives a little structure to this very like hard thing which is you know living life <laughs> mm-hmm. well that's that a great way to look at it yeah. also into segue. the enneagram mm. which amy's very into very and into. you I'm can very tell excited us, about you this can by tell the way. us more about this because yeah it's a little more rooted in um well do i say science or what i mean you could why don't you tell us what the enneagram is it's a personality Sort okay, of and you know I, who really should be telling us is our friend Rachel, Rachel Hamilton, Hamilton, who and is And I the thought expert. we could have her on. Mm. We can have her on for the deep dive oh, because okay. she so really knows. She should do the deep dive, but from what she has told me and what I have tried to learn myself, it's like a nine personality types, and you answer a quiz, and you kind of start to look at different numbers. There's no good or bad number. They're all just like different ways and they apply to why you do things. So it's kind of like, um, why do you do certain behaviors? What motivates you? And the motivation behind things. And there's the giver and the, the achiever and the enthusiast and the challenger and the peacemaker. There's all these different ways in which you can approach tasks. And why I have liked it is it helps me interpret other people's systems and it helps me tell people about mine because I'm always, I always need to be reminded like most of us that we look at things differently. And so it, it weirdly, even though it's a classification that shows how people are different for me anyway, it helps me feel closer to people. So that's what I like about it. And so this was funny because I was just on a little trip with Amy and our friend Rachel Hamilton and they both are really into the Enneagram. And so it was just funny because they'd be like, they'd be telling a story and like, oh, and so so-and-so came up, he's a five. And then like, <laughs> it was like, and then like, it was almost to the point where like the UPS guy came to put a package down. I was expecting them to be like, he's definitely an eight. Um, because it's definitely yeah. the lens that, but I mm-hmm. mean, this is, I think the Enneagram is a little bit less, you know, woo-woo for the derogatory Yeah, because you're taking a test. You're answering these questions. They're legitimate questions. You're responding to them. And it's just telling you what personality traits or characteristics you have. And I think it might help. I I never heard of it until I tried it. Oh, so Irene took the test. Oh my gosh, Irene, what did you get? Well, I got a two. I'm a two. I mean, that's no surprise. The giver. Yeah, the giver. How did Uh, it feel? Did you read about what a two is? And does it feel like you? Yeah, it felt like me. It made... uh, well, I had, well, obviously I didn't think everything was accurate. It was a very long test. I didn't th- take the one that you took. My test actually took like 30 minutes. Oh, okay. It was a very long test, but 
It felt, it felt accurate because I like to help people, but I'm also, I can be very direct and I don't think, I don't know if that registered as much, mm-hmm. but then I do, I really love helping people. I mean, I sound like such a douche right now. I'm sorry. Like I'm altruistic and I love to help people, but Ooh, I really do douche. literally, like it makes me people? happy to, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> to help people. Oh my okay. God. But at the same time, I think. Yeah, I did find it very accurate, actually. You know, I like to help people, but over time I have to give more to myself because if I don't, then I will become resentful so that I have to find that happy balance. And I found that very, very useful for me. You know, just like get to yourself a little more. Irene wanted to guess what you are, Amy, and she has a guess and I think she might be right, but I couldn't remember what number you are. But I mean, what was your guess of what Amy is? Well, I read the rest of the numbers and I felt like you might be, and I really don't, know you so but but just based on everything that i know about you i would say um an eight yes i'm an eight a gift i have my friend i know and i didn't want to tell you i thought she was i thought she was an eight when you said it It was like also i can't believe that i like it's so unbelievable to me that drachi does not remember my number well i thought you were an eight i thought you were an eight but then i was we have a seven wing or something like that a nine wing i have the same wing as you which is okay okay and you're like amy's amy's like rachel you sat there and listened to me talk about these for a weekend and you don't remember my number it's very nine of you rachel that you don't very pisces (laughs) and very pisces feces on the wall ladies and gentlemen but Uh, you know yeah so you can have this wing what i've been told and again i am no expert but i'm an eight so i believe that i am is um Irene, you can have a little wing on either side of you. So you can have a one wing, which is the reformer, which is kind of like rules and justice and getting things right. Or you can have a three wing on the other side of the two, which is the achiever, which is a little bit more like, who do you want me to be? I'm going to get things done. I want to be the best at it. So you might have a little, a little backpack on your stuff. And that's maybe what you're feeling where your two is like, for the most part, that's right. But I have a little bit of one or the other there. Right. It, it, it's almost like the ascendant and moon all over again with yeah, astrology. That's right. Like, you know, you got a little bit on either side wing. Oh, wow. Okay. So yeah, when I was trying to, when I was thinking of how to explain this to people, like, this is really old, right? This is the Enneagram or we don't know. Again, I, I wish I knew more about and it. Then I was, then I looked up and there, there's like actually podcasts about this. There's so <laughs> many podcasts Enneagram. about it. And I was like, don't come here for information. <laughs> but um, I believe but it's based on some old stuff. And I just will say as a skeptic, what right. I like about it is I had to answer questions. So like it became a little bit more about um, me telling mm-hmm. the test and myself, like what was important to me or how I look at the world. So it didn't just feel as random as like the day you were born. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I believe it's based on stuff. And I think it's really helpful. I use it a lot in work because it's about, you know, kind of like what are your motivations behind things and what motivates you. So for example, it's important for a two- to feel useful mm-hmm. and yes, they to be of use is very important. And to your point, one of the things you want to make sure if you're like a manager of a two is that they're taking good care of themselves in the process. Mm-hmm. They're paying attention to what they want and need. And they really like hearing stuff like that was really helpful. You really helped us there. 
you paid attention to what everybody needed and you stepped in at the right time. Like that's the feedback mm-hmm. they like. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. Whereas other numbers, they just maybe would like different feedback. No better, no worse, just different. And that's right. been really helpful just right. as a boss for me mm-hmm. to try and to- Amy, the eight, what is the eight? That's like headline. Wow, that's so cool. It would be very useful I'm so, in, in yeah. a boss situation. Wow. It, yeah. I, so the eight is the challenger. So the eight, oh, you know, is the boss. <laughs> the, the, the eight can be a good natural leader. The eight will really stand up for their friends. The eight hates bullies. They hate when people pretend to have power, then they don't. They feel like directness is like a, it, it kind of calms them down. So the eights get very stressed sometimes. I'll speak for myself when they can't kind of figure out what's going on. They want to, they'd rather kind of hear it plainly and directly, they can handle it a little bit more. And so the eights kind of relax when they feel like they're not being spun. So I would, it'd be interesting if someone was like, you were so useful and helpful the other day. I'd be like, hmm, <laughs> what's happening here? <laughs> yeah, oh, I would, see? Yeah. I'd be like, uh-oh. <laughs> Whereas, it, the you know, in shorthand, they're not as a afraid of conflict as twos. It ah. sometimes is a way that they find a way to connect. Their, mm-hmm. their work to do is to be vulnerable. In When eights are in a good place, when they're in growth, they act like a two. They act like generous. They act like they're taking care of people. That's a good eight. An unhealthy mm-hmm. eight turns into another number. Right. So it's like you know, we have a eight and two are kind of like Virgo Pisces. We have a lot to learn from each other. Yeah, right. I think it, it's definitely very interesting, you know, and I'm, I'm interested to see, uh, read up on the wing part that you just said, yeah. you know, like yeah, the, maybe the there's cushion. a little wing there that you've got where you feel a little more. And my nine wing, which is what I share with Rachel, peacemaker, mm-hmm. slower to make decisions, mm. uh, like a little bit more collaborative. Ding, ding, ding. We like mm-hmm. the the whole, the group, I, I like to think that it's where the ensembles that we've been in over our lives comes in, like how we like to work with people. Like mm-hmm. I would say I share that with Drachi, like the joy of being in a harmonious group, like gives me a lot of joy. Joy. That's a lot of joy. Yeah. So this, this whole Enneagram thing, like we first heard about it from our friend, Rachel Hamilton. Yes. Who's a, who's a comedy friend of ours. And and, and she's taken like a whole bunch of this, you know, she's yeah, really she's studied up on this, but I don't really know wow. much about it, but I sort of learned more about it just from hanging with these guys. It's but, so interesting. But it's a test you can take. Yeah. And apparently, according to my Wikipedia research, uh-huh. it's, it is kind of comes from, comes from, wait for it, ancient times. Um, <laughs> Anytime before now is where it comes from. But what's an example of a question? Okay, this is a good one right here. Are are relationships more important than goals? You know, for me, that seemed like, well, my goals are very important, but not at the expense. You know what I mean? Like my relationships are very important. I love my friends. I love, you know, you know how much I love my friends. Now I'm looking for approval. I'm being such a two right now. Yes, Yes, you're great. Everything's fine. Yes, you do love your friends. (laughs) Well, you know, I think too, I can, in the woo-woo of it all, in the same way at times when people would describe their ghost stories, sometimes my inner monologue, it's, it has changed, I have to say, but sometimes my inner monologue was like, uh-huh, um, like a little disbelieving mm-hmm. or just a little bit like, that's a cool story, but 
like, let me know when you have proof that there's ghosts. Mm -hmm. I see that now when I bring up the Enneagram. I'm like, <laughs> right. Like, I'll talk about it with people and people mm -hmm. will be like, uh-huh. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> I do think it's kind of interesting, like, whatever lens you choose to try to make sense of who you are, whether you that's... Know, can I yeah, say something that I think this applies to, like, the ghosty, psychic world of it all, too? Here's how I would sum up my feelings about it. When I watch intuitives, psychics, and people who are like genuinely helping people connect, for example, people who, let's say, say they can speak to people on the other side, who can go into a group and, you know, let someone know so, a, a message from someone who's passed, I get a deep, warm feeling for the people who are helped because I feel like, and however you want to believe and whatever you want to believe is fine with me. And also I feel like I can tell the tricks that the person totally. is using. So, and I don't even want to label them tricks because what is tricks, right? It's like reading people. I think people are really good at reading people. I read people all the time. I'm always kind of scanning people. That's so eight. That's an eight it's characteristic. Very eight. I, so very I scan eight. people. I just don't necessarily, like, I, I haven't had experience where, experiences in that way where I've been like, I can't explain that. Right. Um, and maybe. Right. Well, that's why, like, this whole sort of episode is more about astrology, Enneagram, like, yeah. ways people use to make sense of the world. And if there's right. something in there that sounds like it resonates and you right. want to and ride that out, then, then yeah, great. Amazing. I think it's just like Amy said, uh, to her point that, you know, it's just a, it's a great tool for understanding yourself and understanding other people. But it, but it is funny yeah. that you brought up the whole medium thing. Cause that, well, that's a whole other thing, but I, but I think, I, I kind of think that's all bullshit and I don't know, like I, oh, the I would love, thing. Yeah. Well. I would love someone to be able to talk to the other side, but from, for me, mm -hmm. what I've seen you know, when it's like a big group, but it's like, did someone here have flowers recently? And then, of course, yes. so, like mm -hmm. flowers can they be any on your vulnerability. Just, oh, then they yeah. say, like, is there an M in the audience? Like, well, why don't they say, I'm talking to, like, with a real name. Like, they just start out with an M. Yeah. Anyway, yes. <laughs> like those yeah. sort of group readings, I think that's all a hoax. Yeah, that's my own that back to so. my That goes back to my eight challenger, which is, mm -hmm. you know, I, um, I'm just looking... I'm always a little, look, I'm like, I like to challenge. And by the way, if I challenge, I would love, there's nothing that would delight me more is if I challenged someone in that arena and they proved okay. me wrong, yeah. I would be yeah. thrilled. Well, uh -huh. when you see this picture of the ghost dog, it okay. might. I mean, ghost dog. <laughs> the ghost dog. It's inexplicable, quite <laughs> the frankly. Ghost dog. Okay. There's a ghost chihuahua that happened. But having, having not seen it, having right. not no, seen I it. No, I fully, I'm not challenging I just feel like I, there's I photo you. errors all the time. Like everything, every photo I've ever seen, which is like, this was a picture of a man, you know, upside down in a closet. I'm like, you're right. It was a photo processing error. Like. Right. Right. I, like, show me a cup that moves, babe. Uh, yeah, you know what? Show me a spoon that bends, babe. Show me a cup that moves, babe. That's our merch. That's it. No, you've just come up with our merch quote. Show me a cup that moves, babe. Oh, amen to oh that. My God. 
as we were speaking of sort of like ways of divining, you know, mm. what's happening. Like I I was thinking of tarot cards because Ooh. to me, like in terms of just, you're kind of just interpreting what's there. So right, that exactly. seems like, to me, tarot seems like bullshit to me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Again, with, with all respect of the, <laughs> of the tarot card readers <laughs> out there. With all respect yeah, exactly. of all the practitioners yeah. of this bullshit. Like, Someone who's with, reading tarot cards right said, now is very incensed. bullshit and then I said, with all respect. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, but I'm just trying to put forward, like, to me, I don't quite, I don't understand how tarot is a thing. But I will say, and Amy, you were there for this now this, I was kind of saving this because this is my bad story. This is my like, do not mess with the dark side. Oh, so yeah. it's kind of a downer. Yeah. It's kind of a downer. Yeah. But when we were on, we were on Anna's fiftieth birthday trip. Okay, Anna Gaster and the SNL ladies went on this trip. Oh my god, I'm like feeling like tense telling the story. So Ooh. obviously, Amy, w- Amy, were you there? She was, was not. Oh. She wasn't at okay. the moment, but she was, was there. The, yeah. So we went to this, like, so for my birthday, as you saw in the movie Wine Country on Netflix, because for my birthday, we really did have a tarot card reader there, and she was really grouchy, and that was portrayed in (laughs) Wine Country by (laughs) Cherry Jones. (laughs) And and we, like, amped up. Emily Spivey and Liz Kowski wrote the movie, and Amy directed and produced. Plugs, plugs. um, (laughs) But we amped up the comedy of having this tarot reader. So then when it was Anna's turn... I looked up this like, oh, psychic readings, you know, just for fun. Okay. (laughs) And we go to this sort of crystal shop and there were all these, um, oh my God, I feel like talking about the story. There were all these little desks set up and you could just like walk to this random tarot reader. We all went to a desk. And so I went to this person, I swear to God, you might think this sounds like something out of a movie itself. This person flips over a card or whatever, puts the configuration out there. I'm not kidding. She goes, you're going to lose. <laughs> this is like, oh God, this right. is yes. freaking. Okay. She goes, you're going to lose a family member within six months. Oh my. Okay. I'm not kidding. Oh. I'm not kidding. Now let me say, and this is like the sad part of the story that my dad had just been diagnosed with cancer. Okay. Like four months earlier and he was undergoing treatment and she says this to me and I'm on this fun trip you know oh my gosh. and then I didn't give up anything because I was so shocked that I didn't say like um yeah that actually because re-, I was just like stunned you know and then she sort of backed up she was kind of like but I didn't say like yes or no or anything she sort of said like or it could be a pet or a um losing a job or something like that but all I heard of course was that because that was her opening thing uh. so I come away from this thing just like you know stricken I guess and then like just trying to, I told the ladies, I was trying to just like shake it off you for the rest of the time. Off. But she said within six months. So anyway, tried to shake it off. And then I was like, okay, if my dad can just like make it past the six months. This is so freaking sad that I'm saying this. But my dad passed away five months later wow. within the six. And I'm not saying this to be like, isn't this a great psychic story? She had gifts. I'm saying this more like, I don't know what I'm saying. It's sort of like if you want to believe the good stuff that comes across, you're probably like, oh, I'm going to get that job. And then someone has the stupidity. Because I feel like most people in this, even if they're doing it for fun or they think they're for real or whatever, like maybe don't say that to someone. Maybe never lead in with that or maybe never say that. It's a eerie story because it was real, but. Anyway, we're joined by comedian Amy Poehler here. <laughs> 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 Shit, I went so dark. 
I went so dark. But Amy was there. She had to like you hold my hand through it. But yeah, I guess what, what's my point of telling this story? Because it's well, not that, it's not for fun. It's like yeah. for I don't know. Amy, well, help me out here. I, well, I love this story wow. because well, first of all, I love how you feel it when you tell it, which is to yeah. me so indicative of you, Dratch, is you feel mm-hmm. things very deeply. Very deeply. And you're using that story as an example of like, frankly, like the woo-woo of it all can be kind of harmful if in the wrong hands. Yeah. And mm-hmm. yeah. use use like like that's a tough thing to say someone <laughs> yeah. randomly out of the game. Ladies yeah. week, ladies yeah. weekend. Edit. Yeah. 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 And like, what do you do with that? Like, that's so interesting. Yeah, and what do you do with that? What do you do with all of it? But it's just funny what happens in my brain when you tell that story. Like, I find that to be, <laughs> a mo- when you tell that story, I get very protective of you. And mm-hmm. I feel very protective of that person. And I get very angry at that person. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And also, I feel like that was just a lucky guess. Like, oh, like yeah. a family member in six yeah. months. That feels wow. like, that feels oh. like, that's what you would say, like, on a, like a script in a telephone call. You might, te- you might yeah. make it good. You might I say. Mean, and so it feels very, very, it feels like very, like, uh, like, just like a lucky thing <laughs> that, not an unlucky thing. Unlucky. But, yeah. you know, it, 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 that does not, for me, prove the point. It, mm-hmm. it it right. it doesn't prove the point because like if she had said she had said like you're gonna get this movie in of you know whatever that starts and then it happened mm-hmm. I'd be like oh my gosh she was right she was and right so yeah. she was right but it was like I don't know it was like the dark side of all this movie uh, yeah I, don't really and I just think like I feel bad that I told that story when we're joined by a comedian Amy Bowler <laughs> <laughs> you came here for laughs. And you got my death story, but well, anyway, I mean, she's yeah. just planting a negative seed. You know, well, I mean, that's yeah. just uh, the bottom know. line is, you know, I sort hold of, your tongue there. Yeah, that's uh, you that's know, for hold sure. it, bitch. You know hold what I mean? Don't tongue, just bitch. come out and say right. it. Right. What do you think? Inner, I mean, a part voice. of me, part of me believes she was onto something, but then another part of me is like, I don't really believe in tarot. So I don't know where I stand on this. I'm being a Pisces and saying I I agree with everything. And the other but, thing, and this is like, this is like, I feel like the the crux of your podcast. Yeah. It's all Can you tell me what it is? It's <laughs> all in, it it's all in the messenger. Like I will hear and listen to and enjoy and will enjoy in your podcast all of these different funny like interesting people tell me whatever they see, believe and like it's just who's That's the messenger babe? Yeah. And yeah. this messenger yeah. <laughs> make the cup move babe. Yeah, yeah. Babe, this messenger <laughs> This Janice messenger Miller was the pits. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she yes. was the pits. She was the pits. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> Planting a negative seed. In fact, I think I lead in with that when I go to a psychic. I'm like, don't, don't tell me I anything you negative. You think you don't have to say that. You I think mean, that it, is part of the job Apparently, you do. Jeez, oh, I guess so. You know, unless you get somebody who... Okay, we got to... Um, or psychics that have said this. Have though. you ladies ever heard this one? Somebody put a curse on you? No. <laughs> Staten you, Island. You want to see how Irene you create frenemies? Somebody's very jealous of you and put a curse on you. What? I'm like, someone Becky, was that, that you? Someone, anyway. Someone a, said that to you? It's a whole frenemies. What? No, seriously. Someone said they... Yeah, so they want you to go back. It depends on who you get. Oh, I see that. Yes. Listen, that's like, yeah, that's Irene, criminals. you're nobody unless somebody put a curse on you. I mean, that's it's yeah, true. Right. Sweetie, Good point. talk to me. Good. That's right. Babe. I love babe now. I love it's you, babe. Like, this babe. Babe. Move, babe. If you don't have any curses on you, then you're not special enough, okay? That's right. I want a voodoo doll with somebody holding my feet to a flame, sweetie. You're right. <laughs> 
And then if someone's like, hey, burn the sage in this room oh, to get, yeah, that, yeah, I'm yeah. like, sure. Yeah. Great. Like, yeah. right. cha-ching. Cha-ching. <laughs> get to, get thee to the crystal shop at once. You come out with a giant shopping bag. All varieties of sage. Because you want to make sure you get crystals. the right one. You know why uh-huh. I love crystals? I like, the, I like yeah. the, when I, I like, uh, there's a great, crystal shop in New York <laughs> called Stick, Stone, and Bone. Okay. And what I like about it is you go in and there's little, like, this is, you know, uh, rose, rose constipation. Quartz. This is what it's for. <laughs> exactly. I like specific. Oh. Tell, specific. Tell me where it's for. I put it on my forehead. Oh. Great. Oh. Oh, the woo-woo's, like the woo-woo's coming out. We just the woo-woo's coming out. The Virgo Amy, Amy woo-woo's Poland coming out. Very specific, on her specificity is a Virgo trait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, stick those okay. crystals. If it said stick these crystals in your butt, go to sleep. Okay. Fine. <laughs> Fine. I, Fine. How, many you, how many yeah. do you have in right now? But I have uh, just one. I have my specific a bag. podcast. Oh, a bag. <laughs> <laughs> But I like, I like, I like, like, I like practical, I like practical tactile things. Okay. And so I like, like, I will say objects help me feel more grounded and, and spiritual at the same time. So I like that. It's harder for me to relate to the, I've never walked into a room and been like, there's something here. Right. right. Or as, but, but you have. You felt. I have? Do, do, I, I, I did like, have the ghosts. Yeah, I feel like you I like, think you're feel an it in your body. Yes. I agree. Yes. I think you have a great intuitive sense of like, ooh, yeah. what just happened here? I do think you, you feel it. Well, also, I'm a real yeah. pain in the ass at a restaurant because I need to be everyone to be sitting the right, like I need the feng shui right in a restaurant. Oh. That yes. doesn't count. I yeah. feel something happens in this. You're very. Scene, I, I think you're like a, a, a. You definitely are very intuitive. Yes. Okay. You Agreed. feel you're a triple Pisces on top of it. I'm well, gonna have yeah. to bleed in that go. astrology that no one believes in. All right. Well. Yeah. And then he, and then also uh, one more thing that I just realized that Amy, you are into manifesting too, which ooh, I like. Yeah, I just like, like typing that. on your little typewriter. Okay, so yeah, so if you, I, if you want to share I, that. Yes. Yeah, so lately I've been doing this thing and podcasters can't see what I'm doing, but I'm pretending to type into a typewriter. An but old timey typewriter. An old timey typewriter, right? That you have to hit the side. Yeah. Because <laughs> yep. that's how I remember I remember typewriters. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes I type things into my typewriter that I want. I think I am a big manifester. I do believe yes, you have to kind I of believe too. it to, yes. to get it. And look you at you. You've got it. so many Yes, and you are. You're good at it. Yes. I'm terrible at manifesting. No, I get half manifestations. That. Okay, stop manifesting saying that. Right there. Where's the sage we and the crystals? Get the sage. Get, get, okay. get to stick stones yeah. and bones. Yes, stick Our stones sponsor. and bones immediately. Um, <laughs> I, need the whole, okay. I need the whole goddamn kit, sweeties. <laughs> Let's yeah. get the big jumbo shopping cart. Okay. okay, I think Wait, so. I think that's a, that that should be something I mean from now on you're like I'm really good at manifesting. Yes. I'm very good at manifesting. Yes. You know, and, and I, I do. love getting really specific with my manifestations. Ooh, yes. I like that yes. a lot. So I make a lot yeah. of lists. I like to write down goals for myself. Yeah. And and a lot of them come true and I feel Wow. But that makes me feel proactive and I, you know, the action items are helpful to me. When the, when the secret came out, this might be its own episode, the secret. But I had, um, 
when that came out, I was really into it. I'm embarrassed to say. Yeah. And But then I had some crazy things happen. And I'll just share one of them is that when that came out, it said, write down what you want, you know? So I wrote down that I want to, I want to get, you know, a, a movie part and a, and and then I, that's just so generic, right? So then I wrote down, oh wait, I want to do a movie in a like a cool foreign land, okay? Mm. Which is kind of Pacific. a weird thing because comedies don't often shoot in cool foreign lands. And then several months later, I got to do this movie with Nia Vardalos called My Life in Ruins that shot in Spain and Greece. And Greece, wow. and I thought. And then I immediately remembered that I had I had ordered that with the universe. That's right. Was yes. Manifesting specificity is very important. You have to yes. be very, very specific. Be very, oh, here's wait, what? Just one more, one more. Yeah. One time I got some like random bill for like three thousand dollars, and I was like, oh god. And then I was like, okay, you know what? I'm not going to stress about this. I'm going to ask the universe for three thousand dollars. And I swear, the next week, I got a mystery, like a check from a residual or something. Oh it God. was for $3,000. Manifesting. And I'm shouting right now. I believe that. I I'm believe shouting. that. I know. I, that so is, I gotta get that back in touch woo-woo. with that. That's my woo-woo. I, yeah. That's, That's it. You know, exactly. That's it. And it is, and it works. I mean, I've had manifestation, you know, I've had, I've manifested so, things, you know, it's, but, but then when I get, when my energy isn't specific and I'm not, like you said, you really have to wholeheartedly believe it, you know? And if I'm in a space where I'm not hundred percent believing it, then I'm confusing the universe at the same time when I'm manifesting. So yeah. Yeah, I really do think there's something to turning the frequency or your channel where you're like, good things happen to me, good things are coming Ooh. my way. This I do oh, think I it, it, it isn't I need a reset. It isn't positivity. That's different. It's mm-hmm. that Exactly. What is meant for me will Goals. find me. Like it and I do think that the yeah, the idea of like writing down or thinking about or speaking about what you kind of want to have happen next. I do believe for the most part, we are architects of our lives. We build our lives brick by brick, memory by memory, piece by piece. And what we pay attention to is our life. That mm-hmm. is what our life is made up of what we pay attention Ooh, to. That's so right. I think if we give attention to what we want to have happen or what feels good or that it does, it does create this like a dust, dust cloud that then turns into like (laughs) something. Uh, And at the very least, it keeps us out of, for me anyway, it's not helpful for me to think about what's not going to happen. It just, for me, doesn't, it doesn't work for me because it scarcity mentality for me gets me really sad and depressed and as we all know, that is, it does not matter what you have. We know mm-hmm. so many people that have so much and still feel like they don't have Anything. what they need. Yeah. yeah. So the amount you have means nothing. It's like, I'm working on it. I'm, it's it's a practice. It doesn't happen every day. There are days where I stumble. And when I turn, I think about it like a radio station. And I'm like, why am I Ooh, tuned into yeah, such Hannah. a low yep. vibration That's right good. now? And it just happens sometimes like you're like, oh, this is interesting. I've been on a low vibration station for a week. Time to turn the channel. That's I'm feeling, that's you know how so before it. I was feeling bad? I I'm mean, feeling I'm, a I'm reset. Serious. I'm, I'm feeling a cellular reset. This is, it's, it's like <laughs> it's an antenna. I'm doing Amy no, Poehler typewriter, I'm, I'm calling it I'm from now on. I'm going to follow you as my I'm cult. Typing. You're my cult leader now. Yep. Uh, no, um, it's true. Well, I mean, eights are very good cult leaders. Eights are cult leaders. Yeah. Oh, you know, I'm already a cult 
cult, yeah. cult whatever. I'm already in your cult. I'm well, already in the Amy we're cult. Already, before well, even this. We're in the cult already. That, what you do you guys want me to bombs. type into the <gasps> typewriter? Oh, what do you mean? How dare you? She's typing right now. Oh my gosh. I've seen, I'm not accessing it. It's I okay. You have to be very specific. Oh man. Um, oh, I know what I want. What? I'm just going to say it. it. I'm going to blurt it out. I'm not going to be shy about it. I want my special to be sold to Netflix. My comedy <gasps> special. Irene That's wants it. her special to be so her comedy special to be sold to Netflix. Okay. Ching. Done. Oh, I'm, I'm drawing a complete. I blank. love you, sweetie. Uh, I love it, Irene. I'm drawing a. I'm I love it, Amy. I love. I love you right now. I'm. I'm going to be doing this. You know, manifesting. Go. You have to throw something in the typewriter. No, I can't, I can't think, think of something. Uh, something big. Shoot. Or, or oh small. my god, doesn't have to be. Okay, or, or small. small. I'd like a turkey sandwich for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are you taking orders? Are you taking orders? What if the doorbell rang and there someone was like, oh, this one we got a missed delivery. Excuse me? Um, <laughs> I mean, Amy um, would be a believer on the spot, I okay? Know. I mean, you already believe I in want manifestation. A ghost, I want a ghost yeah. to visit. No, I don't want a ghost to visit. Yeah. Oh, well, I told you this one before that I wanted to do, I, I want to do another Broadway play yes. that's um, as fun or even more fun than POTUS was. That's I had told you that one before. That already went in your typewriter. Oh, I already put it so in my typewriter. I'm okay, going to type it again, though. I'm going to type okay. it again. Drachy, okay. next and, Broadway play. Uh, so uh, as fun or more fun than POTUS, which was an incredible show that you were fun. in. Yes, very um, fun. And I don't know. I, I probably have a bunch. You know, I'm going to tell you my other ones in private after okay. I think about them. Because you have okay. the magic typewriter. Oh, God. Uh, now you really, understood. We're, Copy we're that. We're going to both be telling cut you to, our other cut stuff. Cut to like me <laughs> buying land in um, Santa Fe. And, <laughs> and, yes, and, and you're and like, like, we show up with our bags, our duffel bags. And, right. and it's like the magic typewriter people and we all have typewriters. And then you're like, what point did it turn into um, everybody <laughs> having sex with each other? And like, it's just, <laughs> Amy. Oh. Oh my, oh my gosh. It just magically <laughs> did. That's I don't what know. happens with the cult. <laughs> Unfortunately, after all the cult documentaries I've watched, it's always, always about sex. <laughs> always about sex it, with it underage girls. Turns in, always. The cult I don't know why like, it took me this long to realize yes, that. It took yeah. me so long. I just thought it was like, oh, you're preferring this cult instead of a whatever, typical religion. No, it's always no, it's, about it always sex. Ends up everybody it's, having sex with each other. Oh God. That's right. And, yeah. and anyway. as I've, I've said this to you before, Drachi, I love watching those cult things because <laughs> they always talk about how incredible the cult leader is and how dynamic oh and how and the, handsome yeah. and how gorgeous it is. And then they always cut to the cult leader and you're like, this so that's guy? The guy? That's this guy's the guy? getting all the, What? That's the guy. That's yeah. the guy. Um, well, we've covered a lot of ground. I don't know if anybody wants to ask Penji oh, wait, anything. Oh, we do have, wait, we do have, so Irene does the pendulum reading. Yes, I do. Of a yes oh my God, no what's question. that? So, this little device <laughs> right here, sweetie. It's, she's, she's always right, she claims. And well. the pendulum circles clockwise for yes or counterclockwise for no. Yep. She's had great success. I've had with, great um, success. Okay. Here, no. Show me yes, and then you stop it. You think about it. Please do not blurt out the question. We'll ask you after the answer comes. And I do one for safety. I take it very seriously. All right. Let me know when you're ready, sweetie. So think of the question. Don't say it. Don't say it. And then after the, the pendulum has spoken, if you will, then we <laughs> will ask you your question. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let me know when you're ready. I'm ready. Looks like a yes. This looks like a yes, but I always do a safety, just in case. Let's see. Same question. Okay, it looks like a yes again. Okay, it's a yes. What was it? 
Oh my God, exciting. I'm going to an event tonight and like a, a, a new, at a new space. And I was like, is tonight going to be fun? Okay. All right. Well, okay. Well, you have to let us it know. Is. It's going to be fun. And the answer was yes. Yes. All right. Yes. Fun I mean, is I, great. I've, I'm fun always, is good. I, fun is light. Oh, I'm go ahead. looking Let's for fun. I'm looking okay. for fun. Oh, good. Manifest that. I'm manifesting okay. fun tonight. And it's All right. pen, the pendulum said yes. So said I, yes. I want to get out while spoken. I'm ahead. Okay, okay, good. 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 You're going to have fun. Awesome. All right. Well, Amy, thank you so much. We covered so much. Oh, oh my God. God. I mean, we covered so fun. fun. We covered every woo-woo <laughs> thing you could imagine. And we also have our new uh, slogan, make the cup move, babe. Is that what it is? What? Make, make the, the cup, cup move, move, babe. babe. Um, make the cup move, babe. Amy's typewriter. And Amy's typewriter. And Amy's cult. Meet us in Santa Fe in a field. <laughs> Amy will have her imaginary typewriter. But Amy's a lot hotter than most cult leaders that we've Oh my God, across. thank so you. Extremely yeah, I hot. I mean, Amy, really. you look absolutely yes, gorgeous. Yes, Amy, you are hotter than so the guy from yeah. uh, Oh my God, freaking, thank you. What was that one called? The worst one? If you want to find me, I'll be on a giant pile of pillows and you have to fuck your way up to the top. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. All right, and on that note, thank you so much, Amy. We'll see you at the top of the pile uh, of pillows. Right. We'll see you and at the top of the pile, baby. Have fun tonight. We know you will. We know you will. Angie said so. So thank much fun. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Thank you, guys. Thanks for joining me on this journey into the world of woo-woo. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want to hear more from our pal, Amy Poehler, check out her podcast, Say More, with Dr. Sheila. And doctor has a question mark after it because she may or may not be a qualified practicing psychotherapist. It's really funny. Woo Woo with Rachel Dratch is a Q-Code production. Executive produced by David Henning and Steve Wilson. Produced by Alexa Gabrielle Ramirez. Edited by Ben Milchev. Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale, it's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now. On a summer night, Douglas Wagg Jr. lay motionless across a strip of railroad tracks before being struck by an oncoming train. I'm investigative journalist Delia D'Ambra, and my investigation into exactly how Doug died took me into the depths of a bizarre mystery. It was really hard to understand what was fact and what wasn't. A mystery that has led me from one suspicious death to another. Listen to CounterClock now, wherever you listen to podcasts.